This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and I ask you all to get your little violins ready. Welcome to episode 198 of Movie Drone. I'm happy Mr. Stress Ed is going away soon. Steve. I'm Mr. Stress Ed. Oh. Mark. So, uh, welcome to the next section. This is the section where Mark makes us feel very much better about our miserable lives. Yeah. This is Mark's week. Uh, I've overdone it, mate. I'm not going to lie, I've overdone it. It's busy, isn't it? I've hit under, over 100 hours this week. Uh, Bad, what? isn't it? We're doing what? Well, we'll take a little story. So we've got a couple of bedrooms to get ready. So I've got some around to strip the wallpaper. Lovely jubbly. Strip that off. Blue gritty at the plaster it, wouldn't they? Lovely. No, all the plaster's fallen off, mate. So I've been hacking plaster off until 11 o'clock most nights. I feel like I've been in a car crash. My hands are swollen. Smashed into pieces. I hurt. Uh, Have you been in a car crash? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Caused one. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Did you? Yeah, it went 50 50. I refused to oh, accept that. That's a better story yeah. than the last one you just told. Yeah, no. I'm honest. Do you know when you've you know when you've overdone it? I mean, I've pushed you back half an hour tonight, mm. and that half an hour, I've managed to walk the dog, eat my dinner, and have a shower because I basically cooked pizza, put a swirl of Nado's Perinades on it, folded it in half, and walked like a Cornish pasty as I was walking the dog. That's Love class, it. mate, isn't it? <laughs> Hey, it is a classy dinner. No You're plate right. going in the dishwasher tonight. I tell you, <laughs> two weeks, oh, mate. I'll be laid on a sunbed in my budgie smugglers, having a pina colada. Yeah, you don't wear budgie. You, no, you, you do. Not, I do. Oh, I know. I've seen them. All bits come out and everything. Other than that, mate, I nearly died. Right, okay. Actually, nearly died. No, this is a better story. Go on. So, then. went to a church. Right, we had a phone call from church people. Right. Um, we've got. Owls in our church. They're shitting everywhere. Can you come and have a look? Find out where they're getting in. Do you do do you do owl shit? And that is that part of the yeah thing? yeah yeah. I'll oh, do anything, mate. All right. Something shit somewhere. Then they call yeah. you to call me. So cool. I'll go there. I'll go look. Like, Two thousand and one world um, or nineteen eighty one wildlife act. I can't really do a lot. What? But we can try and eject them, like block them from coming in. But I can't do anything like block them outside. So yeah, fine. Got there. I said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I can't see where they're coming in. I'll put my nature cam up and we'll film them coming in. So me and Elmo trundled off to the church, 20 foot up a ladder over a concrete floor. I go, oh, there's a big hole here. Could be coming in there. So we go, we look over the other side. So I looked over the other side. I went, yep, yeah, could be coming in here. Tell you what I do, I'll put my camera up the top of this one. So up the ladder I went and an owl flew at my face. (laughs) Did it? 20 foot up a ladder. Did it? Elmo shit himself and he was on the floor. I just grabbed the ladder as quick as I could because it just flew at my face and then flew off. Uh-huh. It weren't happy. I'm not surprised. If you fucking shouldn't be a victim now, just tell the fucking church that Jesus would love to have those fucking owls there. They're, they're all, very... All God's creatures. I think they're very evict, happy they've got little owls. They would just prefer oh. them not to be shitting on the congregation. So they're happy that they're nesting in the roof. The congregation should be happy. You, you think? Know what I mean? yes. They're making a mess, mate. God's creatures, mate, and, and all It's that. a beautiful church as well. It is a shame, but they are going to sort of keep them in there, nesting. We're mm. just not welcoming the church, unfortunately. 
and everyone's welcome in the church, Mark, yeah, so yeah. they say. There we go. Apart from little owls that shit everywhere. Right. Um, and you're going to love this, mate. I'm off to a concert tomorrow night. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is funny. It is funny. Yeah, you know I'm going to see, don't you? I mean, I know. Yeah. But, but please tell everyone. I'm going you? to see Little Mix you are, on yeah. their farewell tour. <laughs> You actually know what tour it is? Yeah. Well, <laughs> apparently I've been informed several times they've only got like three more gigs and that's it for oh, them. Exactly. And we're seeing one of them. But it was booked like two years ago. Then the Rona took over. One's, oh, this fuck, was, well, one's, yeah, one's fucked, fucked off. off. Yeah. So we bought her a hoodie for Little Mix with the tickets. Now she's got like, oh, there's an extra one on it. So I'm going to have to buy her another one tomorrow with only three of them on it. Scrub there? one out. Can't yeah. you just, <laughs> just put a cross through it? Yeah. put an iron over it and smudge <laughs> it. But yeah, basically, mate. Yeah, I'm off to Little Mix. Brilliant. You yeah. like Little Mix, though. Yeah, you like a bit of Little Mix. I don't. You playing it? I don't think it's no. appropriate, huh? mate. <laughs> to say why I like you, Little you Mix. You like a bit of Little Mix, mate. Secretly, secretly, yeah. you do. All yeah, me, me, and all the dads will be standing there <laughs> winking at each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. You know. I <laughs> oh, know. <laughs> oh, what a sad sight that's going to be. <laughs> oh, oh, if there's anything sadder. Than that, but she, she came up know. to me tonight, bless her, and she was like, "She's in a little bit of a bad way. Her boyfriend broke up with her today, oh, no. so she's a bit down." Oh, but she was like, "You excited about tomorrow night?" And I was like, "So excited, <laughs> so excited about tomorrow night." Um, you look yeah. excited then. Yeah, I'm so excited. You look excited. The good for guys. I'm sure it'd be a good show, mate. I'm sure it will. You did well. Uh, I've uh, seen a lot worse, and I we both know I've yeah, seen worse. Yeah, you have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's another better story yeah. than some of the ones you come out. But with. what about your week, mate? Entertain me. Happy New Year, mate. I haven't got a lot, to be honest. Mm. Just want to say thanks to Jamie yeah. for coming on. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. I enjoyed that. It's put a little bit of um, humour into our lives again, especially yours. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you had something that was a little bit funny. You were yeah. a little bit down on it, a little bit of a bell end about the film. But, you know, it was it was good. I quite enjoyed was it. Was I a bell end about the film? Well, I mean, I think Ben agreed with me. Probably. I yeah. mean, I don't remember, no. but... I'm sure somewhere along the lines that you were. But thank you very much, Jamie, for coming on. Yeah, thank you, mate. Um, when are you going away? Um, wonder if anyone listens to this is going to rob me else. Um, <laughs> let's say the let's end say of no. the month. Right. Yeah, let's say the end of the month. <laughs> There's some Italian glass and wear up there. Yeah. That, that needs robbing. CCTV's hey, on yeah. now, though. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Okay. But, but, uh, no, I just wanted to say, like, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, you'll be doing some booking, won't you, when you come back? Yes, yeah. I'll, once I'm relaxed, I've got a week busy after we come back. Then I'm back, everyone. Yeah. Yay! People want to come uh, on for any partic- particular films. Mm. And, uh, then that's, no, I think Emma chose one, didn't she? But only it not come out in, like, next year or something, didn't she? Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, Meg 2, wasn't it, yeah. she wants to do. Yeah. But, yeah, anyone wants to do stuff. Okay. As long as Steve likes it, we'll be allowed to do it. <laughs> and uh, i going away to Birmingham this weekend. I'm going for my suit fitting. Birmingham? Yeah, for, oh, yeah. for Julian's wedding. Child suit? <laughs> I don't think they come. I don't know. I mean, no. the Indian, I don't know. what they. What, I don't actually know what it is I'm going to be you wearing. You ain't got to wear a bowler hat. It's exciting, isn't it? Well, what a bowler hat? I don't know. They could take one off the little Uncle Ben's figure. <laughs> Why would I wear a bowler hat to an know, Indian what? wedding? Oh, oh, right. So are you wearing like a sari type yes. thing? Yeah, proper wow. fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. So that's good, isn't it? That's going to be quite cool, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, don't you reckon? Okay, yeah. you have swords and that, didn't you? They have like daggers and swords with the. I outfit. think that's Sikh, isn't is it? it? I think so. Well, how do you know they're not Sikh? Oh, I, don't I don't. know. No, nor do I. Excited, <laughs> Julian, one of your best mates, don't know nothing about it. <laughs> well, it's not him, is it? Oh. He's not fucking religious in any way shape or form I don't know 
Yeah, of course he ain't. Okay, that's going to be quite cool, though. I have yeah. been, I've been to an Indian wedding before. Yeah. It's really cool. And they like... I don't know whether this one does, but the one I went to lasted like five days or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean. <laughs> um, but we only dropped in for some bits. But they do put food on, and food is fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, so I might get a might get a sword. Yeah, and all that. So I uh, don't think they're going to give do you some a sword. Of that, what, some of the dancing. Bangla. Oh, yeah, something. I don't know. That's going to be amazing. I'll, I'll do it on the day. It's fine. It, it's something new, isn't it? Yeah. You love new stuff where people look <laughs> at you. New people, yeah. yeah. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. So there we go. Mm. Brilliant. Cool. Any thanks this week, mate? I have, mate. I've got thanks to Louis Rame, to Jamie Russell, What Should We Watch, Write Stuff Reviews, Podcast HQ, Little Nick, Soundtrack Your Life, Tim, WTM, Mike, Mike and Oscar, The Podcast of Wouldn't Die, Keith Noakes and The Manic Pixie Weirder Pod. Thanks very much for those retweets on our last episode. We're up to number 50 in the charts this week. Yeah, check us out. On movie charts. That's yeah. good, isn't it? Just We've been slacking it off the last couple of months, saying how pile of shit it is, but... Back on form. Well done, the chart. <laughs> so number fifty. So thank you very much for all your support. That's quite. Uh, that's quite good. That yeah. some big podcasts in there. So I got special thanks this week to Jill, Cassie, Jamie Russell, Glenn, Sean Panner Nicholson, Cinema Recall, Emma at the Movies, LJ Human, Ian McIntyre, Mister Positivity, Ben and Paul from Filmbusters, Jamie Irwin, Ryan, and Film Rage. Mm, feel the rage. <laughs> Promo, mate. Yes, mate. Hi, this is Mouse. I'm Weens. <laughs> we have the Mouse and Weens podcast. I'm the mom that lives in suburbia with three kids. I'm Blalone. <laughs> She's the hot Hollywood cat lady. <laughs> and we have a fun podcast where we talk about life, love, and loneliness. <laughs> Pubic hair. Come oh, on. I'm sorry. We hope you come take a listen to us. We're on all the platforms, and we will see you soon. I have PMS. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go out for a beer with them too. Yeah. Did you, have, you, have you noticed they always seem to be somewhere exotic yeah. doing something? Always yeah. away in that. I, so I want to go out for a beer with them. I think that'd be a crack. I don't want to talk about pubic hair. <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, they seem to be living the life. I tell yeah. you. So um, this uh, mouse and weens is uh, one of our favourite podcasts, and uh, we love them. And they are their latest episode is the Depp and Amber Heard oh, yeah, trial. Is, I feel like I'm the only person on the planet that never really watched any of it. Well, it's still going. Oh, is um, it? We're on a week sabbatical. Apparently, right. they have a bit of a break. Right. Um, they've got so many hours left. The judge was telling me how many hours they got. And once your hours are up, that's it. I'll stop you halfway for a witness. Right. Okay. I think we got the cross-examination of Amber coming up after have this we? week. So that's when they're going to break her. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people um, yeah, saying that it's big fight. I don't really know. Mm. I haven't watched enough of it, but I feel like I should have done. Maybe <sighs> they, do, they do a highlight reel. Go to YouTube, mate. Right. There's the you could watch all the little snapshot bits in a 14 minute video. I yeah. oh, do, can you? Yeah, like match of the day, pretty oh, much. Brilliant. Yeah, they okay. get all the good shit and all put right. it in. Excellent, I might do that then. Yeah, okay, then, mate. Yeah, go on in. Welcome to the Mark reads some film lines in some similar voices, and Steve has to guess the film from the lines read to get points. Game hashtag what's that film. There we go. So this is your quiz. I'm not doing very well at the moment, mate. I mm-hmm. think um, Jamie didn't do that well, did he? He didn't do that well. He didn't got him? points, though, didn't he? He did get points, yeah. yeah. I mean, I got points. It's yeah. not the same points. And I actually got it earlier. Yeah. So I'd like to feel that's a little bit of a victory um, there. But uh, I've been not doing very well at the moment. But who got what and what was it? Perhaps that's my fault. That's why I'm not doing very well. No, it's always your fault. Okay. So it was American Werewolf in London. It was. Paul got a zero. Why? <laughs> um, Go on, tell me. Knox, in it? Uh, no, I think he said he's seen it twice. But, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Emma got a three, and she's only seen it once. She said that's it was good. a recent first time watch. Oh, for that's her. good. That's lovely. Glyn got a one. 
don't like horror, does he? No. no. LJ got a five. Good one. Yeah. And John from Basingstoke also got a five. <laughs> Weird, because it come from a very familiar account. Did it? Yeah. Okay. It's, Lodger or something. Yeah, well, his handle appears to be Movie Mania 77 <laughs> or something, John okay. from Basingstoke. There we go. Yeah. Well done, John. Well done, John. <laughs> so uh, what you got for us this week then, mate? Here oh, Jill got one. Did you say Jill? Jill, 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 Jill no, no, Jill, Jill got, one. got one. Yeah, she got one, yeah. More like it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe that one, dear. <laughs> yeah. I managed to convince Jill today, right, yeah. that I don't know who my great niece is. Right. right, and it was one of the greatest achievements, I think, of my life. She sent me a photograph of my new... I've got a new... Uh, did I tell you? I've got a new great, great, great nephew. Is that how it works? I don't great, know. Great nephew. I don't right. know. Is um, he? How do you know he's great? <laughs> yeah, I've got like, great nieces and great yeah. nephews. So I've got a great nephew, yeah. so uh, and I've got three great nieces. But, yeah, he's new. And she sent me through a photograph of him being held by one of my great nieces. And yeah. I said, oh, that's lovely. Who's the other child? <laughs> she said, that's Charlotte. And I went, oh, yeah, you're funny. Who's Charlotte, right? <laughs> and then she came back and actually said, it's your great-niece, Charlotte. So I actually convinced her that I didn't know who my great-niece was. It was fucking brilliant. It still makes me laugh now. I laughed about it at the, the, the dinner table, yeah. and I wouldn't tell her what I was laughing oh, about. Oh, the fun you two Oh, have. I love it. I love it. So what you got for us this week, mate? Here we are, then. Five points. What's that, Phil? Why don't you look at yourself and write down what you see? Or maybe you're afraid to. Mm. Hey, well done, mate. <laughs> it's the impression, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. All, all my genius, all yeah. my genius. Brilliant. Look at that. The yeah. streak's gone. The bad streak's gone. Well done, mate. Excellent. Go on, I'll just sit here now. So, four points for anyone else. What's that feel? Cops look at you to see how to act. It matters, sure. Oh, hey. Cops got into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got that, yeah. Three points. What's that feel? Plum Island Animal Disease Research Facility. Sounds charming. <laughs> I think you're making it a bit too easy this week. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. shouldn't have done impressions, should no. I? Well, hopefully everyone will get fives and it'll boost them, won't it? Give oh, them yeah. a boost. So. Two points then. Anyone who hasn't got it so far. What's the feel? I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Bye. <laughs> right, okay. Surely no one's not going to get this uh, point now. I might have done this before, but I've done different quotes. Mm. And for one point, for anyone else, what's that film? Put the lotion in the fucking basket. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, dear. There we go. Yeah. All right. So that's good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah good. I don't know. If, uh, have you done that before? I, I don't know. I remember. You, you not been writing them down? I'll get, no. Oh, no. That's no, bad, I get mixed it? up between MMIPS and what's that film? Oh, God. You, you, I take it's Glyn's DMs are the ones that are making you remember what well, you've done. Well, problem is every... T- yeah, pretty much. I go through his thread, yeah. That's not a bad shit. But I look at some co- um, like films and that. Some are not that quotable, and others I just think, oh, everyone will just moan, it's too hard. Right. So I like to give everyone a little boost now and again. So this was my boost one. Okay. God help you all next week. All right. There we go. Yeah. All right, then. Mm. So, mate, uh, well, everyone, please let us know what you think you got and how many you think you've got by DM, please. See if you can match Steve's five. Yeah, there we go. I'm fucking chuffed with that. Chuffed with that. Let's go on, then. Move on. This is... Mark's mail set. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where we are. <laughs> I've a lot of out of control, <laughs> mate. It's pretty much what I said to me MD today. He was like, what's work looking like? And I was like, I'm, I'm just out of control. <laughs> I've lost control of the situation. <laughs> no idea. It's just too much. Uh, um, so, yeah, I've got to get back on it after holiday, won't I? Okay. There's probably still a few on the sheet, but I've not updated. All right, well, we've got enough to get you to yeah, holiday. Yeah, oh, that's all right then. That's all right. And then, then. I'll be begging 
Where can people send us questions, mate? They can send them via Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. And please do. Moving on again. Yeah. This is the next section. This is the section that we love to call Question, question Time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question. Question Time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question. Question Time. And there we go. So we do have a question this week. Mm. <laughs> is it from or was it about? It's from John from Basingstoke, mate. Oh, I'm glad he's still listening. Yeah, he's still listening, oh, mate. Oh, that's good. New listener, new listener. He wants to know our top five favourite endings to a film. Does he? Fucking what, chances. What coincidence yeah. is that, eh? Openings last what week. What a question, John. Endings this week. Yeah. Brilliant. Cheers, John. Yeah. So, uh, okay, mate. Uh-huh. What have you got? Number five, mate. And I said about this last week, and the more I thought about it, the more I love it, and it's life. Okay. Are we are we discussing what happens in the endings? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what I suppose so. I yeah. mean, you can, yeah, to a point, up to you, isn't it? Spoilers, yeah. spoiler well, they, alert. Well, they get a little space alien dude, right, and they think they're going to shoot him into space, and it turns around, they collide, and the wrong one comes back in, and oh. they don't let you know until that last few seconds. Right. Good little twist, that. Yeah, yeah. like that, yeah. Good. I don't know whether it didn't do very well, why they didn't follow it up, or whether that was, they was just going to go, that's it, that's yeah. enough. Yeah, I'd think they just thought that's enough. Yeah, you don't want it to turn into like a Jurassic Park sort of thing. No, right? little alien. <laughs> okay, my number five yeah. is Shutter Island. I've got that in Marvels, mate. Oh, yeah. And I've, I'd wondered because this is what I wanted to ask you whether I was allowed it. Right. Because for me, it's more of a final act right. than an ending. But I couldn't decide. But amazing. Okay, I mean... I yeah. don't know. Well, an ending doesn't have to be a short, does it? No, I suppose not. Elongated yeah. is the word oh, of the day. such a good film, mate. Such a good word. Such a though. good choice. Um, Elongated. Yeah, yeah. yeah good. Um, yeah, so Shutter Island, I think Great it's fantastic. Great choice. Yeah, Get you. off, better every time I watch it. True. My number four, mate. Seven. What's in the box? What's in the box? A red, mate. That's what's in there. (laughs) A fucking head. He's cut it off and put it in a box. (laughs) Do you know what I wonder when I watch that film every time? Mm. I wonder who's looking after the dogs. Do you? Yeah. I feel for the... Because he had two dogs, didn't they? And they're still in that apartment, Mm. shitting all over the floor. (laughs) Maybe. Poor dogs. As long as they're not dead. No. Hopefully he didn't put, like, the dog's head either side of her head. (laughs) My number four? Old boy. Okay. So after searching for his captors... And having sexual relationships with the sushi chef. Yeah. He finds out that the captor's plan all along was to put him with her because it's his daughter. Dum, dum, dum. Bit fucked up, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, isn't it, Josh? Be honest. It is. I mean, it's a good ending, isn't it? Yeah. When he finds out. It does make you feel a little bit creepy does, and dirty. Yeah, a little bit sick. The old thing does, doesn't it? There you go. So number three, mate. I think one of the first, oh, as far as I'm aware, I think it's one of the first shock endings I ever saw. And it's Night of the Living Dead. All right. Last dude, he's like, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm just normal. And they shoot him. And his body just goes on the pile of the rest of them. He was fine. <laughs> Didn't do nothing. <laughs> I quite like that. When hung, out like with, that yeah, so. hung out of him for like an hour and a half, making sure he was all right. And then I just shoot him. <laughs> oh, fuck I it, bro. I like things like that. Uh, my number, what, three? Yeah. Unbreakable. Okay. The reveal of Mr. Glass to be the terrorist. Okay. Spoiler alert. Sorry yeah. about that. But uh, I thought that was good. Yeah. I quite like that. Yeah, I did like that one. It's about the only one in that series that I do really like. Yeah. But I did think that that was a good ending. Yeah. yeah really the did. Sixth Sense part of that story. No. 
It's I not. I think so, no. It's unbreakable, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's the split. Same sort of dude, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sixth Sense got a good ending. Yeah, yeah. That's what, this is what I, I sort of, he's under that, didn't he? Unbreakable, isn't he? No, he's a ghost in Sixth Sense, isn't he? Yes. I'll get them mixed up, yes. don't I? He's literally unbreakable in that. Didn't he have a, like, a train crash or something? Yeah, so I'm all confused with him now. <laughs> Mr. Glass yep. was Samuel Jackson. Yeah, I remember that glass it, being he, crap. He's creating all, it found that it got to the end and then he sort of revealed that he's been creating all of these accidents like a terrorist right. because he believes that there are super people with superpowers on the uh, earth and that's how he found Mr. Uh, um, uh, Unbreakable. Do you know? Like, I don't Bruce know Willis. if I've seen it. Fuck off. You saw the yeah. other ones. I've, I've seen Glass and I've seen Split. I don't, mm. I'm not convinced. I might have done. I'm not convinced. Fuck it. it don't, ru- just ruin the end. Yeah. It don't, um, <laughs> it don't <laughs> ring a bell. But right. Let's fuck that then. My number two then, mate. The Mist. Okay. Left me feeling sick when I first watched good, it. Good, isn't it? It is a film that blows its bolt at the end. Yeah. And you just kind of think, oh, like, do, would I want to revisit it? Right. Because okay. that first time watching it, I was like, Fuck. I mean, I've watched it again. Have you? Yeah, I quite like the fucking. Yeah. I quite like. I actually quite like it now. Thinking you're just going to shoot your kid in here in a minute, and you don't yeah. need to. Yeah. And I think it's. I mean, oh, I quite like. It. What an ending! He's good. Jeebus. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, you are right. Yeah. What was that? Your number two. My number two is the boy in the striped pajamas. Oh, you can't ruin this one, mate. I'm not going because I've not seen it. No, no. Don't gonna. tell me. I'm what not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what happens. And oh. uh, yeah, so I'm not going to tell you. But. um Anyone who has watched The Boy in the Striped Pyjamas, you know. Yeah, we're ruining all these for you, but don't you ruin that <laughs> one for me. No, I'm not going to. No. Right. Number one for me then, mate, the ultimate film, Midsummer. Okay. I'm a bear alive. Right. Oh, I'm dressed as a bear alive and burnt. The noise, I, th- I think it's the noise. Right. When they pile them all in there and he's there and she sort of just grins and you can just hear the inferno that's going on knowing he's dressed in a bear costume burning alive and there's oh. fuck all we can do about it nice I think I think that film's fucked up but I think that topped it at the end for me and I was like this is a fucking film yes okay there we go mm. good my number one yeah Invasion of the Body Snatchers 1978 okay so I don't remember seen, the end of that seen Don- Donald Sutherland thought to be still human walking yeah. around he runs into Elizabeth who's managed to stay human as well yeah. as he gets closer he points at her screams just like the alien the uh the pod people do okay it's a very unnerving scene yeah um quite scary for its time yeah it's uh it's a it's pretty been a scary lot of years scene. since i've seen it it's oh, i think it holds up i think that yeah. that scene as an actual scare moment does hold up that's probably uh i probably got more scared of that than i did any of the gore splatter gore stuff okay oh yeah it's good, Ooh, good. good you got, so you got any honorables i have mate i've got easy rider okay again another one of them might not have rated the film particularly highly. I did enjoy it, but that bit at the end where you're just like, ah, oh, okay. You know my biggest pet peeve, mate, in a film is, oh, it was all a dream. Yeah. But the descent, right. when she thinks she's got out and actually then she wakes up and she's still in that cave. Very going, wasn't it? Oh. <laughs> I, actually, I actually think that's a really good film. Yeah. Um, and then last one, Lost in Translation. What did he say? Okay. What did he say? <laughs> I've got some honourables. Got the usual suspects: mm-hmm. Kaiser Sose, The Departed. Oh, the I was going. I think I got the final act in it. Yeah, yeah I suppose Into the Wild. Did you? Yeah, quite good. Yeah. Uh, Saw. Yeah, right there. Sixth Sense. Okay. Fight Club. Yeah. The Prestige. Yeah, basically about it. It's great ending. Yeah, yeah, good, isn't it? But uh, yeah, I mean, it's quite a few there. 
but please, anyone, if you've got your top five. Yeah. Oh, we had some uh, openings as well, didn't we? We did. I think? Yeah, I've retweeted them all. Have you? Yeah. Good, good, good. But uh, if you've got any uh, endings, yeah. your top five or your top ten or your top hundred, whatever you like. And you could probably nick some of ours because this is one of them questions that I didn't research. Right. I just thought in me, what do I like? Whereas people are going to go, well, what about so-and-so? And I go, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, that one. I'm sure you will. Yeah, it's going to be loads. A lot of films, yes. mate. A lot of films. So there we go. Lovely. Thank you very much. John. John. <laughs> Basingstoke. Absolutely Basingstoke. genuine person. <laughs> okay then, mate. Yeah. The reason we're here. Yeah. We saw a film. We did, mate. We saw a film. It's currently 7.8 out of 10 on INDB. It's a 15, 2 hours, 17 minutes. Builds as an action-adventure drama. With a synopsis of, from visionary director Robert Eggers comes The Northman, an action-filled epic that follows a young Viking prince on his quest to avenge his father's murder. The budget of £60 million, so far grossing 52. This is directed by Robert Eggers, starring Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, Claire Spang, Anna Taylor-Joy, Ethan Hawke, Bjork and Willem Dafoe. This is 2022's The Northman. Clip. Now... Behold. He's here. He's here. Mother! Father is here! The king, my lady. The king. Your fate is set and you cannot escape it. How I've missed you, my son. One day this kingdom will be yours. Thank you, Father, my King. Here we go. So that synopsis is shit, isn't it? Yeah. It sort of ruined everything. Ruined everything. Ruined <laughs> yeah. out. Just quickly, yeah. um, I, you know, I'm not a really big follower of directors, and I don't yeah. know if you really follow directors. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I know about Robert Eggers. Yeah. I didn't really know anything about him. Okay. And I didn't realise, and this is silly of me, I didn't realise he's only 38 and he's only done three films. Okay. The Witch, The Lighthouse, and this. Right. Like proper proper films. Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought he'd done more, and he was like a older Three gentleman. Three big films straight away, really. Oh, no, it? it's good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm thinking about is we've done these questions about sort of up-and-coming directors and stuff, yeah. haven't we? About He's never people. one that's featured. No, never. I thought yeah. he was an older fellow, and he'd done loads of films. He sounds old, doesn't he, Robert Eggers? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I learned something this week. Yeah. There you fucking go. Yeah. All right then, mate. Yeah. So, what did you think of 2022's The Northman? Right. I don't think I've ever seen a film, mate, that I've kind of enjoyed, but got to the end and I audibly said, oh, thank fuck for that. <laughs> um, far too hammed out. Um, as I say, I got some enjoyment from it, but there's something about it didn't grab me, and I think the main reason was I just didn't care. <laughs> Okay. All right, there you go. Yeah. All right. That's it then. Yeah. I mean, I've got, I mean, it's, it's probably my least favourite film of his. Yeah. But that's not really a bad thing. No. Because I love The Witch. Yeah. Um, and The Lighthouse, I uh -huh. just thought was brilliant. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think it was the directing that really made this nope. lower. It was a co-production, wasn't it, with um, Sean. Sean, right. is that how you say it? Who, okay. uh, who wrote Lamb. Okay. So he wrote, they wrote it with uh, yeah. sort of um, together. It's interesting. I'm not a massive fan of Alexander Skarsgård, mate. So, uh -huh. But I don't think it was a bad performance. I just didn't click with it. I thought he was great. Right. I really liked his acting. Right. Um, I only know him from True Blood. 
Right. Um, do you like him as a, Do you like him as an actor? I always think that he's got. I, I never feel like he's found his place. Right. So like he's tried comedy and stuff like that. I've never seen it. him in anything else. Have you not? Uh, True okay. Blood is the only point I've seen. That's my only reference point. Right. Him. Okay. Um, I, I mean he's turned into a unit for this. Um, he's a big lump. But I just, if you give an actor like this, he's quite an exposed role. Because the film is basically, oh, my dad's been killed, I'm going to avenge his death. Yeah. There's a lot of padding in there, because there ain't a lot to this story. No. And there ain't a lot. I mean, from my view, Vikings were like rapey, pillaging, plundering, plundering people. Right. Not a lot of empathy you can feel for them, is there? There's not a lot. They didn't really show a huge amount of emotion. They weren't really allowed to show a lot of emotion, but strength. And I, I just think it didn't have big enough boundaries. There was nowhere for it to go. No. I, th- I think my issue with this film is the writing, certainly not the directing or anything else. Okay, I mean, I mean, it, I suppose it helps if you like or know the folklore, don't you? Because yes. this is a fairy tale. This is a yeah. folklore tale. Um, the English telling of this is Hamlet. Yeah. But the same, I think, as his first two films, they've all got folklore and symbolism, mm-hmm. and there's something yeah. about it that he uses a lot of it. I, I mean, I couldn't, saying it was Viking, I couldn't put a location on this to start with. No. Um, it was weird. It sounded like they were Scottish. I think there was some Scottish in were there. They? It was, it was right. it, I think it was Scotland, some Iceland, and somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. My problem with it, I think, is probably something to do with the the fact that I read that it was going to be really brutal and I expected a full-blown nut job sort of movie, him slashing his way through yeah, it. Yeah. And it's not, is it? No. It's like a, a proper calculated and yeah. sort of subdued film. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting it and I think that were, that was a bit of a problem. I think we had glimpses of what it could have been. Like I think when he joined up to the... He got in, obviously he ran away and then he ended up in this little viking tribe and they was just going in these villages doing what the fuck they like yeah yeah i mean yeah because you can't fault the cinematography no no like that it was fucking technically technically mate this film was stunning Mm. Uh, i thought it looked great the sets were great cinematography was spot on huge shout out to the sound department i thought the sound was fucking awesome i mean the cinematographer yarin blash and editor louise ford um they're the same ones that worked with him on the other films so i think there's like a a good little trio going there and i think on that side of things i mean and you're right one of my favorite examples was the viking village pillage um scene where they all mentally turned into animals yeah which i thought they showed their true sort of motivation really is what they did yeah and the lighting and sound design for that was fucking outstanding you are right that was definitely for me probably the best scene yeah i mean i think for me as well i know i'm saying it was lacking but it felt unique okay i can't think of another film to compare this to i think the subject matter though made it sound familiar yeah and i think it's probably allowing it to be compared to other revenge swashbuckling films like yeah. Braveheart and all that yeah. and I think that's probably to its detriment because yeah. I think people are expecting that sort of film and it isn't no it isn't that at all I mean we spent like God knows how long with him as a slave yeah you know what I mean like yeah. um, like sort of like doing daily chores and all that which was uh, which was really weird padding <laughs> is that what you're calling yeah. it is it I think they set out to make because the, I mean they call it an epic yeah, it's almost like they set out to make another gladiator or something like that, and made this super long epic that just didn't need to be. 
But then again, like I say, it's tied to the folklore, isn't it? Yeah. It is tied to that in some way. The interesting thing for me is throughout the film, in amongst all the killing, all of the characters in it always saw themselves as being on the side of the right. Yeah. They, you know what I mean? Every single yeah. one of them thought that they were in the right. And it gave it, it was quite a good little angle there. I don't think anyone sort of thought that they were in the wrong in any way, shape, or form. I think they? that was the Viking sort of sort of mindset, wasn't it? They took what they wanted, they did what they wanted. It was their right. Mm. I suppose they wasn't doing anything against anyone else. Biggest thing I didn't like about it, though, mate, and I mean, it's billed as an action adventure drama, and I think it should have been action adventure drama fantasy. Right. The okay. fantasy elements done me in right i wanted a more gritty straight story i didn't need all of these fantasy graphics i just didn't buy it and it lost me i did it lost the engagement to the story for me what bits like when i was doing like the family tree and that and he suddenly knew that he had the prince and the princess or whatever he had um it was all them extra i mean i love um the over-the-top scenes with um, Willem Dafoe and stuff like that, where they was underground, I loved them mm. sort of things because that's the sort of thing I can imagine them doing. Do you think Willem Dafoe's going to show up in every one of his films from now on doing the same character? As like in fairness, he didn't hang around long, did he? <laughs> no, no, he didn't. Um, but... So if you're going to drop in and do a little performance like this, why not? I can just imagine him going, so who do we get to do this like really mad... F- oh, actually, yeah, just ring Willem. Willem, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd imagine he's up for it. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we did spend a massive amount of time uh, with him as a slave. Yeah. And uh, I feel like they probably could have cut a bit of length from it yeah. by showing us a bit less. I wasn't bored, but there's always other stuff I need to do. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. You, you've always got other stuff that you could fill that time with. Um, so, but I, didn't, I wasn't really bored. No. I was just expecting something to happen at any moment. And it sort of didn't for a... See, I wasn't. Right. I think there was a big part of this story that was foreshadowing and we was told that it, nothing would happen until the they got to the fiery river or the red river. So for me, it took the peril away from it because right. I was involved in this fantasy plot where he knew his destiny right. and they was convinced of their destiny and it was all going. So we was just working towards that. So I thought all of these extra little bits and pieces, I knew we weren't going to get killed. There was no peril to it. Right. There was it's no real com- showdown. It's been compared to the Green Knight more okay. more than something like we keep mentioning things like Braveheart and Gladiator. Yeah. And that. it's been compared to the Green Knight more than. Uh, I, I get that. that. I do get that. I, I say I don't know whether I mean Norse and Viking mythology and shit like that's not really my bag. No. But I, I got the impression in the cinema I was in the minority. Right. There was a lot of people there seemed to be. Really happy with it. I mean, the thing is, I mean, who's to know that obviously the f- the folklore hasn't got all these bits in? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, who's to know that it isn't true to it? It's quite difficult, isn't it? You don't know how much artistic license has been taken. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, all, all those things I think do add to the the look of it, yeah. like the, the the visuals and stuff. I mean, yeah. all of those scenes that you're describing. Looked really good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that you can argue that there's there's a reason for putting them in there, yeah. in amongst a film that is generally grim, and fairly yeah. sort of dank and and dark. But uh, but yeah, I see where you're coming from. Performances and a Taylor Joy, I think, is fantastic. Um, I do think we could have benefited from a bit more screen time from her in yeah. this one, but I do like her. She, I think she's been good 
or great in everything I've seen her. Yes. I don't think I've seen a weak performance yet. Mm. I think she's got a good role going of really spot on roles. Yeah. And Nicole Kidman, suitably unlikable, isn't yeah, she? Do you reckon she's like that? In real- yeah. I don't know. Do you reckon she's? Yeah, of- sour faced hag. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon? Yeah. Okay. And there's quite good support in terms from the baddies. Um, yeah. Favourite one was the one who had his nose. Yeah. Not, it's not Rocket. <laughs> yeah. He did. We blew it out of the hole. Yeah. Fucking fantastic, mate. I, I even liked Ethan Hawke, actually. I thought he was quite good at the start. Yeah, yeah. He sounded Scottish. Yeah. He was one of the ones that did sound Scottish. Going back to the story, mate. I mean, I loved The Lighthouse and I loved The Witch. And I think there was an element in both of those where you're discovering or even it's not even told to you in the story what's going on. I found this spoon feeding. Right. I thought it spoon fed the story as it went along. And I like the fact you need an amount to do an amount of work to understand it. Right. And I think in the lighthouse you're like, what the fuck? And you have to bear with it. Whereas I think this one was a step by step, very simple story, just dressed up as this epic. And it, ultimately, I think it's just shallow. Well, I mean, it's obviously got something to do with that Sean. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Sorry, S J O N, isn't it? Who co-wrote who wrote Lamb? So obviously, that's a, a, got obviously a folklore yeah. around it as well. I mean, if it's a, a co-production, then maybe it's not sort of like something that, that Robert Eggers would normally do. Maybe you go yeah. back to something else. I mean, he's directed um, a fantastic film. There's oh, no yeah. there's no question about it. There's nothing wrong with the direction. This is script for me. Mm. Okay. It is all script. All right. Okay. I mean, the lead up to the ending did something that other revenge films like this don't. Um, like Brave, I keep mentioning Braveheart yeah. and stuff like that, but um, this is what I expected this was going to be. We have the leads hacking and slashing through the enemies as though they're not going to, uh, no matter how many there is, yeah. they just do it, don't they? But this was more realistic, I thought, towards the end, and this did something that I think a lot of those films don't, which was when he was fighting to let Anna Taylor-Joy get away. Yeah. It showed you how, no matter how strong you are, Power in numbers, and he got over. He got. He, he didn't come across as superhero through it, did he? No, that's he, what I mean. He was yeah. just a man with a mission. Yeah, but and I mean, he was obviously pretty hard. Yeah, yeah he, he was a solid lump, but yeah. he weren't like he was just going for, like you say, going through people. Like, but I thought that was good. Yeah. I thought that because I didn't expect that. I expected him to fight his way through them all yeah. that, at that point, and then all of a sudden it was like because he he did try. Yeah. He just got over overrun, and I thought that was a lot more realistic. I think they'd done something then that was a lot different to this sort of film that we've seen before. Yeah, I suppose the danger with that is having an underwhelming final battle, isn't it? Which I felt we got a little bit. Right. Um, I mean, they've all obviously got heatproof skin because they can all stand that close to a volcano whilst they're fighting. Yeah, I wasn't um, quite sure about the end, but um, it just, I, I don't. I liked the way it ended. I just felt I needed a bit. I've I've put two hours, 17 minutes working to get here. I want longer than a 30-second sword battle where you both die. Right. Okay. If I'm honest. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I suppose. I suppose. I mean, yeah, again, it looked good. Yeah. I did enjoy that. Oh, it looked. I've got no issue with how this film looked. Right. I just thought we worked hard. And I think if you're working hard during a film, you need to be rewarded. Yeah. And I've got no issue with them stretching it out if it's worth it. Yeah. And I just didn't feel it paid off. I mean, I normally have a little doze off, don't I? Yeah. In films. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll have a couple. I didn't in this. No. No. Not no, at all. Not. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. 
Because I dozed off the other day in that Doctor Strange movie. Did you? I yeah. haven't fell asleep at the cinema for mums, mate. Oh, no. I, I get to a point, right, where it's like hour maybe 90 minutes in and I just cannot keep my eyes open. <laughs> no matter what I do, they're going. And I think well, I've just got to have like a couple of minutes and I have yeah. a couple of minutes. I yeah. just can't help it. I can't keep me, me fucking I think my open. mouth was still burning from the subway, if I'm honest. Was it? Yeah. Take subway in. Take subway, yeah. Uh, it rang, didn't it? Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so I didn't fall asleep in this, no. and I I think that was it's probably it was so fucking loud. Film, you probably it? couldn't have done, mate. The sound department were on their toes. It was <laughs> yeah, brilliant. exactly, exactly. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was an epic, and I think, but I think missing those larger than life flamboyant characters, I was led to believe were in it mm. from the trailers. I just expected more graphic violence and more. I think I just need to take that in, and it wasn't that sort of film. Yeah. Um. And and I just didn't have that going into it. I just no. had heard a lot about it, and I heard it was brutal violence. I expected a lot of brutality, and I didn't. Even that final sword scene was fluffy. Yeah. Well, it depends who you are, doesn't it? This is the thing. These are not tailor-made trailers for us. No. They don't have like, oh, watch this trailer if you're used to loads of guts and gore yeah, and you love it. They have a trailer based on your general person who doesn't yeah. sort of like watch uh, the, a massive amount of sort of horror and all that, you know. Um, and I, I imagine for some people it was it was pretty violent. I, and, yeah, I mean, I, I just think we got glimpses of that real Vikingness, but we didn't. Okay. They, they fluffed it back and sort of went, oh, we better back up a bit. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, I ain't got much more to say no. about the Northman, I'm afraid. No. Um, what score you got? I've got, mate, that it's a stunning-looking film with a mediocre story that I'm sure will appeal to a lot of people. It's just not my bag, and I'm sorry about that. But I've only got 62. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Well, I actually enjoyed it more. I've actually got 76 on the first watch. Okay. Because I did think it was good. I would rather watch this than Hamlet. Yeah. Um, that wouldn't be my sort of bag, but um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy the the way that it looked, yeah. and I like uh, Robert Eggers' work. But it is my least favourite of his films mm. so far. Yeah. Okay. You watch anything else? I've started something, mate, and I started it about eleven o'clock last night when I sat down my dinner. Get your violins out. <laughs> um, and some I read something in the week about Bonnie and Clyde. Didn't really know a lot about Bonnie and Clyde. Oh. I know people go dressed up as them a lot, and. The basic of the story, but... Go where dressed up as them? Fancy dress parties normally, mate. Do they? Yeah. Do what, still? Yeah. Do they? Yeah, people mm. love it. Um, I think one of the blokes... I thought it there. was... What's her name? Um, what's... Uh, who's Margot Robbie dressed up as? Oh, yeah. Um, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah. That's who everyone goes as. But yeah, some people still go off. Like the couples where they can't do their own thing. <laughs> they go, is it? That would um, be you. Yeah. We're going as Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> Terrific. Um, but yeah... I started doing a bit of research into it, and I've always I wanted to watch this Highwayman, right. so I started the Highwayman. Okay, um, I'm 25 minutes in because I just could not do any more. Right, because um, okay. I'd eaten, I need to get to bed because it was right. now half eleven, and I'm getting up in like four hours. Right, or there you go. Yeah, cool story, bro. Yeah, we got you can't see you can't, can't score it or nothing. No, I'll update you as it happens. Okay, All right. I saw Blow again. Right, I've got sixty-five on that. It's first Johnny Depp and Penelope Cruz. Yes, I don't like Penelope Cruz. Yeah, she plays that the character that I expect her to be. Got one of my favourite songs in it. Has it? Yeah, Black okay. Betty. Oh right, yeah. Um, Jill's first watch on that. Yeah. And I went to the cinema to see Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. I fell asleep. I did fall asleep. Yeah, but I fall asleep many every time, mate. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't really like it no. that much. No, it's um, it's sort of on the same sort of level as Spider Man. It's probably is 
fairly clever, but there's this one scene where they meet the Illuminati, um, which is like, um, it's got the, you don't know who they are, do you? I know the Illuminati. No, no, it's not them. It's just, there's just what they're called. Oh. Um, Fantastic Four, like Mr. Stretch and okay. um, Pro- Professor Xavier was oh. in it. But it was just all a bit. I recognise all these words. Well, no, I think they build it all up as they got like this um, big multiverse coming back and loads of characters and all that coming back from other films and different people playing the characters. There was a big long list that was going around the internet with about 32 different actors with Leonardo DiCaprio playing someone and loads of people coming back and reprising their roles from all the films. And you got fuck all, hardly any of them. So I think it was a little bit of a. Sort of like a letdown. A lot of people enjoying it. I got sixty three on it. Yeah, multiverse thing loses me because they like, just do what the fuck they like, can't they? Yeah. Oh, this person dead. Yeah, there's no, there's a story not. in it. There's yeah. a story in it. It's uh, it just um. I'm yeah. sure I'll have to watch it at one point, but oh, I'm not going to see the last. Well, Sam Raimi directed it. There was a little okay. bit of horror in it. Probably yeah. quite scary for uh, for some kids. Yeah. There were some bits with some um, like demons and all that. You can yeah. tell that he put his stamp on it. Still a 12 8 though, isn't it? Yeah, like, exactly. Fucking there was film. a lot of young kids in when yeah. we went to see, like fucking eight-year-olds and all that. I'm surprised that they weren't, uh, they weren't quite scared. Yeah. But there we go. Let's hope they were. Yeah. Right, okay. That's us. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Yes, mate. This is the next section. This is the section that we have to call Homework. <laughs> There we go. So this is the section where we give each other films that we love and the other one hasn't seen in the hope of uncovering hidden gems. What did I get this week? Gave you a film. It's currently 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb. It's rated as an A, which apparently is PG. One hour, 52 minutes. Builds a mystery thriller with a synopsis of a wheelchair-bound photographer spies on his neighbours from his Greenwich Village courtyard apartment window and becomes convinced one of them has committed murder. Murder. Despite the scepticism of his fashion model girlfriend. This is directed by Alfred Hitchcock, starring James Stewart and Grace Kelly. One million dollar budget, grossing thirty-seven million nineteen fifty-four's Rear Window. <laughs> um, I've honestly, I think I fell asleep six times. Really? <laughs> you don't? You're I not did, a fan of these classics, mate. I, did, I, I don't know why I don't get on with them. Right. I don't know why it is. Why do why do these films have like old leads? And it, it was only like forty four or something when yeah. he done this, but he looks about seventy. That's what he? people. I remember my nan and granddad like getting like fifties and they had doilies and stuff, <laughs> and they like, wore old dress. And now you see a fifty year old like yourself, and you're sitting there in a lonely goat hoodie. What the? Uh, I'm actually not dressed up tonight. I've right. got all chlorine down the front. Yeah. There's What film was it we watched when they had like proper like looking seventy year olds that? Like sex symbols and stuff. I like Casablanca or something. Something yeah, I can't I remember. <laughs> he, but yeah, it was just really weird. Um, Grace Kelly. I don't think I've watched a lot of Grace Kelly before. Huh? She was beautiful. Yeah. She? Um, and it made me look into her a bit. Retired acting at twenty six yeah. to marry and become the princess of Monaco. Huh? Did you know that? No. Oh, she retired. Yeah. Hitchcock tried to get her to come back on numerous occasions and star in some films, but she wouldn't. And then she died age 52. Mm. Um, she had like a car accident after having some sort of brain aneurysm thing. Mm. But she was lovely, she wasn't she? She was beautiful. Absolutely lovely. The idea was good. Copied yeah. so many times, isn't it? Yeah. So what I was thinking of Disturbia and stuff, yeah. is it stuff yeah, like yeah. that? But it did make me think what else was there to do before technology? Because it did seem boring sitting in there. 
didn't it? Do you think? Oh, just, at the moment, mate, sound looks fucking amazing. You reckon? Just sitting watching our window. Oh, you reckon? Clearly with no glass in them, but... <laughs> <laughs> exactly but uh yeah i mean everything still sounded overacted yeah. i don't know how they do it mm. um and this is what, what do I you think. mean see what, what do you mean yeah. what do you mean it's overacted <laughs> well this is what i mean with all these uh with all these classics i think that grace kelly was the only one that really wasn't like that it's just i don't know what it is it just all sounds a bit over overacted um the massage scene yeah <laughs> Now, I know that Hitchcock is a master of sort of like suspense and all that. He's yeah. classed as one. But fuck me, that was awful. How did that get through like the final, Do you think? The final cut? Did you not? Did it it was like the quickest, most crappiest massage ever. <laughs> well, what was the point? He, 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 well, yeah, like, but not all of us are massage experts a, like yourself. Mate. What, was like Cupping a, wasn't around <laughs> then. <laughs> it was like a minute and a half and yeah. she was barely touching him. I just thought well, that was weird. I thought, tell you what, I was a bit let down. Because details like that is not what I expect from someone like Alfred. Yeah, but I can imagine you also sitting again, mate. Why the fuck did we need a five-minute massage scene? No, but make it a little bit believable. Yeah, she didn't know she didn't barely touch him anyway. That was just really weird. I thought that the lack of dialogue was a little bit boring. Yeah, but I think it's the ambient noise that made they played like an ambient noise over the top, and I think that's what made me fall asleep. I can imagine that set being quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, listen. I mean, the the idea and the way that it looked and all that. I, it was exactly as I expected, and I didn't mind it. I liked the mystery. I did like that. Um, I did like the various other characters. Yeah. They obviously lacked depth. Yeah. I don't think they had anything really to do with the outcome. It wasn't as though he interacted. I don't think them into the main storyline. If you know what I mean, there wasn't yeah. really much interaction between the other characters in the windows. I didn't think yeah. they were just obviously there as a distraction it was weird they missed the dog's death seeing as they were looking out all the time well that was the thing like the chances score it was quite cartoony music playing over the scene where she goes to the bloke's apartment yeah what was that about was that on the radio or something because it was like a it it was was really weird like a Hanna-Barbera sort of like soundtrack playing it didn't match the scene at all and then you had the melodramatic romantic score didn't match her when she got caught in the killer's apartment. Oh. Very, very weird. Yeah. And I know that we do applaud people sometimes for their weird scores. Yeah. However, it seemed like this had been overlaid on the wrong scenes. Okay. It seemed like they had a score and they'd overlaid it. I, anyway. I noticed it. Did you not? No. Watch it back. Yeah. Watch it back where she uh, where she goes to his apartment and then when she gets caught. Yeah, I mean, overall, wasn't that much of a mystery? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna give it the same as its year, yeah. fifty four. Okay. I just don't get on with them. Yeah, no. I, I don't know how mate. we're gonna find one. How are we gonna find one? Oh, I, like? I reckon I'm gonna find one. You're gonna like. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was quite difficult. There wasn't a lot going on, was there? I suppose. So, no. um, so it was easy for me to get distracted by yeah. things like the massage scene and the score. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um, as I'll I, get there. Okay. So I gave you a 2004 film directed by Zach Braff, starring Zach Braff, Ian Holm, Method Man, Natalie Portman, Peter Sarsgaard. One in time of 102 minutes, budget of $2.5 million, taking $35 million at the box office, 7.4 on IMDb, 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. With a synopsis of a quietly troubled young man returns home for his mother's funeral after being estranged from his family for a decade. One of Jill's favourites, 2004's. Garden State. Oh, the pressure, mate. The pressure. <laughs> I did feel some pressure in a week. Yeah. This was one in films, mate. I watched it and I was far from overwhelmed with it. 
And then I thought, right, I'm going to sit down and write some notes a couple of days later. And I look back and I think I remember it a bit more fondly now. Right. That makes sense. Just yeah, sort I mean, of thought, actually, right, I've gone back. No, I think I enjoyed that more than I did at the time. It's not like a big sort of like in your face sort of thing no. that you're uh, probably ultimately going to take to straight away. Is no, it? Like, no, there's I a lot of that. lot of little subtle bits in there. I mean, I'm not a huge Jack Braff fan. Jack Braff. <laughs> I'm not a huge Zach Braff fan. <laughs> Don't even know his name, mate. Right. Um, but I noticed he wrote and directed this. Yeah. And actually, I think he did a great job. Uh, both of those but performance wise for me I didn't hugely buy him I only really know him as this comedic actor and he had this comedic smirk and I didn't really get that zoned out depressed feeling from him and I think it was the face acting he's just got this smirky face right you'd Um, be good in that role you reckon at the moment yeah yeah yeah, 100% (laughs) Um, I thought Peter Sarsgaard was great I loved his rogue character that he both lacked and had morals at the same time. And it was a weird paradox that he would take this stance, but actually, fuck it, still from the dead. Yeah, why not? Well, I've never seen Natalie Portman in a role like this. I'm not sure if there's anything to compare it to, mm-hmm. but I thought she was lovable and cranky in all the right ways. I thought she was brilliant. I just felt her character was a bit confused because it was sort of sold that she had epilepsy and this is why she lives her life, why she does. But that story actually went nowhere. And I think we almost needed a an episode of that epilepsy to bring them together at some point. If you're going to rely on that as a part of a storyline, I think right. it's got to turn up at some point. I mean, point. it didn't go down well when we had that other film, did we, about the deaf girl with epilepsy? No. That epileptic scene sort of yeah. ruined it for me. So, yeah, I just yeah. felt it needed something. Okay. Um, I did like their relationship, though, and how it progressed. And it was sort of sweet and innocent. And I'm glad they kept it that way, even if the end was a bit too fromage, even by my standards. Right. Um, I thought the restaurant scene was great with him in his Vietnamese dress. Um, brilliant. The room behind the hotel rooms with Method Man, but I've learned what a Method Man is this week. Oh yeah. Um, I thought that was a bit surreal. Have you looked? Have you listened to any of his music? No. Oh, okay. It's um, good. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I am the Method Man. I come from down here. <laughs> complete that one. Not quite. No. no. Um, yeah. It was. I didn't feel that scene seemed to suit the movie, but it was a good cranky swerve ball that actually worked quite well. I thought the father and son scenes were pretty good and the closure to it was just about bang on when they got to the end. I thought it showed real vulnerability in every single character, every main character. And I think that was a testament to the writing and the directing. The house scene with the big golf cart, fucking brilliant, just driving a golf cart around this house. I thought that was really great. And I think the more enjoyable elements in the film were the hangout scenes. And they're just sitting and chatting, and it was a great way to learn about the characters. I would like it to be more of a hangout film. Well, yeah. Because I thought, I thought the characters were great when they were there. I remember it's the sort of film, that's why Jill likes it, it's the sort yeah. of film that she can watch while she's playing Candy Crush. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. did, you say, did you say comedy comes first in the billing? Mm-hmm. Um, when it, it is comedy something something and I thought the comedy was there but it was it was a decent film with decent comedy not full on comedy and it made me smile more than laugh yeah. and I think this could have easily have become an American pie if they wanted it to mm-hmm. but I like how they held it back yeah. and it was just entertaining it wouldn't be one of Jill's favourites if it was an no. American pie no it did, but I think there was enough comedy in it that they didn't need to saturate it and I think they did great at that and overall, I thought it felt very authentic. I just 
Zach Braff. I, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. I think someone could have maybe done it better and it needed a bit more of a serious actor. Um, but again, it's only my knowledge of him and I just didn't buy him fully. But I was happy with it overall, mate. I got 77. That's good. Yeah, I did That's enjoy good. it. I do look back at it fondly now and think, I think I need to watch that again. Well, you've described quite a few scenes in in a nice light yeah. there. So it was, uh, there was a lot of positives about it. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. What you got for me next week, mate? Got you a film, mate. It's currently 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Is rated A as well. Two hours, seven minutes. Builds a crime drama with a synopsis of a laid-back southern man is sentenced to two years in a rural prison, but he refuses to conform. Starring Paul Newman, George Kennedy and Strother Martin, $3.2 million budget grossing $67, according to IMDb, <laughs> or $16 million to other people. This is another classic for you, mate. Let's try this one. 1967's Cool Hand Luke. Is it, uh, yeah, it's not in the same vein, though, is it? As they, as not like quite the in the old classics, but we're still. I mean, we're only what twelve years after. Do you the think we'll, we'll find the year? I know, and seventies. I not I like yeah. tonight. We know yeah. that I like the seventies. So let's see how far. Well, late sixties, mate. There okay. we are. There we go. All right. So I'm giving you a 2015 film directed by Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, based on characters by John Hughes, starring Ed Helms, Christina Applegate, Leslie Mann, Beverly D'Angelo, and Chevy Chase. Running time of 99 minutes. Budget of 31 million, taking 107 million at the box office. 6.1 on IMDb, but only 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. With a synopsis of Rusty Griswold plans a cross-country road trip with his wife and two sons in a bid to revive the lost ties between them. However, their trip turns into a series of mishaps for the family. I'm giving you, mentioned before, 2015's Vacation. Mm. See, it's Rusty Griswold. Yeah. See? I'm it's not a link. Prepared to, uh, to hate this one, mate. So oh, yeah. let's hope. I'm trying to bring a bit of comedy. Well, you liked it, it and you like it, didn't you? You like the vacation films. Yeah, so. I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't mind it. It's got its the films we love and we <laughs> a bit of comedy you yeah? need in your life, okay. mate. Okay. Yeah. Let's have it. Yeah. Do you know who you remind me of at the moment? Jesus. Milton Jones. You know who Milton Jones is? Yeah. That's what you look like at the okay. moment. Actually. I need to get me a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's quite flowery, <laughs> isn't it? About the only thing left that I haven't got dust all over. <laughs> um, anyway, oh, I have to see if your joke's as good as Milton Jones. It Let's is. See. It's good see. this is week. Yeah. So uh, next week's main, yeah. mate. What are we doing? The bad guys. Yeah, yeah, on a recommendation. It's... it's so I've seen a lot of adults. I think mm. Ryan did. Ryan say okay. that he liked this one. I think right. um, I've seen a lot of adults who said that they laughed throughout this one. Okay. And again, I think that you need a bit of comedy in life. Lightheartedness. So we've decided to do the bad guys. Just a warning for everybody: um, we're not going to do anything special for episode two hundred. No. We're going to do something for our four-year anniversary yeah. because we think that's better. Because ep- the, the episode one, we've brought out loads of episodes like your impression ones and stuff, yeah. and they all count, don't they? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so we're going to basically... No, but you know what I mean, numerically. Yeah. That's what I do. And we're all over the place because I think on Apple we're up to like 200 and something already. Right. So let's do four-year anniversary, which yeah. is in the next... July the 1st. Is it? Yeah. Okay, so we've got a bit of time. Yeah. So, yeah, 200, we won't be doing an old Probably the one just up. after Glastonbury. Okay, there we go then. Yeah. Blinding. So, uh, mate, yeah. do you want to reiterate how people can get us on social media? Yeah, get us via Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Okay, then, mate, so uh, I'm going to go. Yeah. You're bringing me down a bit. I've got a day off tomorrow, mate. Have you? Yeah, I'm working. Right. Yeah. I mean, everyone's working. Yeah. It doesn't matter, does it? I'm getting a little mm. mix. 
What day? <laughs> what day to be alive? <laughs> I've got Luke and Mel's wedding Saturday. Oh, yeah. So I'll get... Oh, uh, congratulations, Luke and Mel. Get Saturday afternoon off. I'll be working Saturday morning. You can go yeah. in your little mix T-shirt. <laughs> so uh, you probably get them cheap if you have that other one on the end. I'll wait. Yeah, I'm going to wait till it's over and buy one off the bloke off the pavement. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now tenner. Now tenner. <laughs> yeah, I'll have one now, mate. Yeah. Okay, then, mate. Yeah. So do you want to say goodbye then, Mark? Goodbye then, Mark. See you later, everybody. See you, mate. Have, Have a, a good, good week. week. Bye. Oh, do you know my week's been bad, mate? Been really bad. So I phoned the tinnitus helpline. Yeah, no answer. It just kept ringing. <laughs> better than that, mate. <laughs> what? That's better than that. What is Tinnitus helpline. No answer. He just kept ringing. I mean, Jill's got tinnitus. I don't yeah. find tinnitus to be a funny thing. Oh, if I offended you know? her, have I? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, Jill, for any offence. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> What's E P E B P V E N as a word? Even. Is it? Right, well, so I've done it in fucking Viking. <laughs> <laughs>